Everything is as it should be. Finally back in the home studio. On a bad day, but uh, back the way it's supposed to be. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. And I think there's a mic open. Might be. No, now it's gone. There you go. Perfection. Let's talk about the uh, the big gorilla in the room. We've had another rampage killer out there. We've had one that, and I mean, this happened, I, I don't, I, I got a lot of questions about this. Uh, Maine had 32 total homicides last year. 32. They are at the, I, I mean, they are at the bottom when it comes, I think they're ranked number 50 as far as uh, homicide is going on. Right now, um, this guy, the, the, the guy of interest, he's still at large. He did show up with a weapon, you know, a long weapon. Looks to be an AR. Uh, I've, I've, I've seen people speculating, well, he looks like he's wearing body armor. Well, no, he doesn't. Uh, he might have some magazines in his cargo pockets. I don't really know about that just because of how good the picture is that they, they've been putting up there. The other thing is the picture they have of his mugshot versus he's lost some weight. Or it's not the same guy. And that's one thing that has me going on. The biggest question I have is that Maine is a state that has permitless carry. And I would just, my, my, my biggest question is, why was there nobody in those two locations carrying a weapon to try to fight back? Because I have not heard of any of that happening. Here's what to expect from this, and this is without me even knowing any of the details. Uh, we know... One detail we know is that he was involuntarily committed. He has threatened violence before. He's been hearing the voices. They're making out like he's a, a like he's a infantry specialist. I'm I'm not really sure that's the case because there aren't that many real infantry specialists out there. But uh, <laughs> as as I as I somebody's wanting to know the call in number. 1-800-905-0989 is the call-in number. So, um, we're going to have to see what happens with this guy. Uh, he's still at large. He's either dead or he's evading. And uh, that, that does, this does not mean that this, is, this, this isn't Rambo. No. This is not Rambo. So, well, uh, you know, he's still out there. He's still running around. Well, now on the text line, I'm being told nobody was carrying in these locations because they're bars. But we can carry in bars here in South Carolina. Is that a main law that I don't know about? Because that's very much a possibility. But the narrative, here's gonna, this is going to be the narrative. And, and this is the narrative they're already pushing. Vox has already done it. Uh, this reignites the debate about gun control. No, it does not. This does not reignite anything. Recently, we've had two instances with two nations, Ukraine and Israel, where, you know, you have to beg for permission to have a gun. It's very much a restricted 
privilege in those states. And uh, a lot of people have died recently because of these disarmed disarmed citizenries. And now they're trying to arm them up, you know, after the, you know, the barn door's been opened and the horse has run away. So this does not reignite a debate about gun control because a someone, uh, you know, here's the thing. We, we worry way, we worry a lot about the rights of uh, the mentally ill. That, 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 you know, we, we, we protect them at all costs, at the cost of these people that he shot, these 20, you know, what did he shoot? 60 people. He shot 60. He tried to kill 60, 70 people. He heard the voices. They had him in an institution and they let him go. Did, did, when, when they let him go, was he cured? Was it, could they only hold him for two weeks? Uh, did he, in fact, volunteer to go because he was hearing the voices? He was hearing the voices. This has nothing. To, this this has nothing at all to do with uh, guns. He used a gun. That's what it has to do with. But it has more to do with his health and his outlook. And we don't know. We know what we hear. They're not even naming him as a suspect, and they're not telling us everything that they know. They say they found his car, and that's why he's a person of interest. So I'm being told in so that's in in uh, Maine. So you can carry into a bar, but you can't imbibe. So I, I've done it, but I don't. I like like he says, I don't drink when I go in there. But uh, one of these places was a bowling alley. I would have thought that somebody, you know, not everybody drinks when they're bowling, do they? Or do they? Bill, want to bet on how many times Sleepy Joe says we need to ban assault weapons, quote unquote, when he comments about the shooting? I'm going with three or more. You're probably right, Jim. You're probably at, at least, at the very least. But um, yes, this does not reignite the debate about gun control. This will happen again. This is going to continue to happen. We got too much fentanyl coming in here. We got too many people that have been on drugs for, for various things that they come off of. I want to know if this guy was on a psychotropic drug prior to all of this, when he was in the military and when, when he became a gun, you know, he's a gun expert kills 22 people. That's, that's the headline. Gun expert kills 22 people. Being a firearms instructor in your past is that is as germane to this particular act as if he were a uh, you know played Pop Warner football in his past. Has nothing at all to do with it, and this shows you. Because one thing I'm hearing besides besides a part with the uh, see you're supposed to be a prohibited person from owning a gun if you have a mental illness. And I would think that that is the case in Delaware, which I have not had a chance to get into that just yet. But um, if he isn't prohibited, he should be. But once again, this shows the futility of the background check. If it turns out this guy owned this gun legally and nobody followed up on all of this mental health stuff, that's on the government. That's on the government.
being told on the text line that that part of Maine is not very populated. Many of the bars that you go into have signs that say, please check all guns and knives. I'm not sure if it's a law, but many of the bars follow the procedures. Ah, yeah. So I'm just waiting to see what happens with, uh, with this. This guy will either be caught or he'll be found. And then we're gonna we're gonna want to know motive. We we they don't want us to know motive most of the time. We didn't get we don't know the motive behind Mandalay Bay. We don't know the motive behind the Covenant School. But this is not this has nothing at all to do with reigniting the debate on gun control. As far as I'm concerned, I've I've got so many questions about this happening in a permitless state. They do have, I, I think they have universal background checks there, but beyond that, if they have permitless carry, um, you know, I, I was at, I was at, uh, at the Veterans Center and uh, I was, there was more than one person there with me that was carrying a concealed weapon. There's a lot of police carrying, you know, just all kinds of stuff on them, but uh yeah, those are guns. I I just can't imagine that being the case in a place with permitless carry, but apparently that is what it is. More on this when we get back. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. All right, the GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Now, I have this for you. This was earlier this morning, WHAS 11 TV. I think it's in uh, somewhere outside of Lewiston. have been following all morning long. New developments now out of Maine this morning. Officials say at least 20 people are dead and dozens more are injured after a mass shooting in Lewiston. This is the scene at a bowling alley, one of the two locations police responded to. This morning, they are still searching for a person of interest. ABC's Aikajachi has the latest from Washington. This morning, a mass shooting tragedy unfolding in Lewiston, Maine, the state's second largest city. Police responding to shootings in at least two locations. There are multiple scenes in the city to include multiple hospitals. It's a lot of witnesses we're speaking with. Law enforcement identifying 40-year-old Robert Card as a person of interest. Authorities say he has a history of military service, is a firearms instructor, and was treated at a mental health facility over the summer after allegedly saying that he was hearing voices. If people see him, they should not approach Card or make contact with him in any way. The first call came in around 7 o'clock from a bowling alley hosting a youth night for a kid's bowling league. One witness saying she heard a loud bang before her father, a retired cop, corralled her and her family into a corner. I kind of like laid on top of her and my mom was kind of on top of me. Riley Dumont was bowling with her 11-year-old daughter when she heard several shots. During the chaos, she said she saw three or four bodies on the ground. The second shooting scene, a local restaurant about four miles from the bowling alley. Card on the run overnight, triggering a shelter in place over in Lewiston and neighboring Lisbon, Maine, where police say they found this white Subaru believed to be owned by the suspect. The car seen with the door open and lights on. 
Sources say hundreds of federal, state, and local law enforcement are assisting in this active investigation. Police as far south as New Hampshire setting up roadblocks, trying to confine Card in case he's on the run. Authorities earlier releasing these surveillance images, showing the gunman at one of the shooting locations. Looks like to me an AR-15 or some version of it. Looks like to me uh, that he's got some sort of extended magazine. I mean, typically those weapons, you can maybe shoot up to 25 or 30 rounds with a standard magazine. This guy President doesn't know Joe what Biden he's talking about, General of course. General Merrick Garland have been briefed. The White House releasing a statement offering full federal support in the wake of this horrific attack. Lewiston is a relatively small city of 36,000 people, which experts say could be an advantage to investigators. I think it really increases that, the that, That's enough of that. So here, here's, here's, here's the point of this. First of all, when you hear media talking about this, remember this. They have no idea what they're talking about when they talk about these things. Uh, the dude out there saying 20, 25 shots, all that other stuff, and making him out. But this, this is the part that I, uh, you know, I, I hate to bring it to you this way. <laughs> there are no safe spaces. The fact that they had 32 homicides last year, that is great. That, that's, it's, it's not a very populated state, but the fact that they had 32 homicides of any kind, uh, that number alone makes them, I would guess, to be a safe state compared to other states when you're looking at homicide numbers. But listen, um, we're pe and people in the text line are getting this. Um, and that, that's an, that, there's a couple of things in play here that nobody's brought up, right? Um, one texture thinks it's a copycat attack, an of of an Islamic attack. Some somebody thinks that, and I, you know, we don't know that yet. It has the hallmarks of it, doesn't it? Multiple locations, yes, it does. Um, the other thing is uh, pointing out that Maine, being such a low crime state to begin with. Um, listen, I get it. I understand carrying a gun can be painful if you're walking around a lot and it's you're carrying concealed and it's pressing on your hip on that nerve on your hip. I get it. I understand. There are better rigs out there that you can carry with it is a little more comfortable to do it. Or most people now, most people now uh, default and go find the smallest thing they can fire that goes bang. But here's the, the, here's the point that I, I want you to understand, and I want you to, to understand this whether you agree with me or not, okay? There are no safe spaces, and it's the first 20 minutes of these kinds of things. This is where the damage occurs. If you are not prepared for those first 20 minutes, if you survive it, that's luck. It, it's not it's not due to any sort of skill set. Well, you know, unless you get in there and you go all Steven Seagal on them, and even Steven Seagal never could do that. So um, there's nobody coming in those first 20 minutes. So re reaction time, you know, I heard about the former cop that uh, got, all, got everybody and moved them all around. Okay, good. Presence of mind, he was there, he did that. They knew what to do. But... I just wonder what would have happened in either one of these locations if somebody had popped up and started sending fire his way. Would he have stayed there and fought it out with him, or would he have run? 
because he, you know, I'm looking at looking at the video of him, or not the video, but the the screen captures. He's just walking out in the open. He's not using cover. This isn't some. Uh, this isn't Rambo or John Wayne. This is a guy that had an axe to grind, and he probably wants to be dead, just like Audrey Hale. But he wants to take some people with him, and he has. And the fact that this happened, let's see here. Talking about Chi-Town, October, total homicides, 40. Bill, so how mentally ill are you? Intelligent enough to find places people unarmed, then you can run and hide. It's not the gun hiding, it's the person. Yeah, well. If you're hearing the voices, see, this is a thing they always accuse us of. It, it, the guns are the voices. The guns speak to us. I've got a gun. It gives me the voice. Hey, you know, I'm carrying the gun, and all of a sudden, I'm seized by the by by the need to go out and get homicidal. I joke about that, but that's that's not really what works. Uh, a gun, the one I have sitting right here in front of me, is laying there right now, and it's holding down a piece of paper. And that's the only active thing it's doing. Because a gun has, one, no moral compass. Two, it is not an animated object. So it is blameless in anything. It can be abused, misused, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, so there will be, in, as far as I'm concerned, and I know Biden's going to jump up and uh, up and down on this because this is always one of these things that they think is a springboard. But there's so many questions about this. We don't know what motivated him. Is he... Is he is he down for the Palestinian cause? Is he a member of Hamas? Has he been <gasps> radicalized? We don't know. We don't know any of that stuff. We don't know any of that stuff. But just bear in mind, as you hear all you're going to hear out of media today, just remember that these people don't know what they're talking about. So far, nobody's gotten out there and said, you know, these these clips they have, they'll fire 30 rounds in a second. You know, I haven't heard any of that nonsense, but this guy did a lot of damage. He did a lot of damage, and he did it unchallenged. There are no safe spaces. None. Your home isn't a safe space. Your car isn't a safe space. Anywhere you go is not a safe space. This does not mean you don't go. This means you go and you be prepared. That's what it means. That's all it means. That's all it means. Being prepared means that you, uh, you know, th there's a lot of things in this particular thing to being prepared that, you know, most people find unsavory. I get it. I do too. I find it much more unsavory to be murdered. So I go prepared the other way. I carry a gun in order to not be killed, to prevent someone from doing it to me. I do not carry it because it's cool. I don't carry it because I like it. I carry it because it's a possibility. And I choose to mitigate that. One thing I like about cancel culture is that it's a knife that cuts both ways and well, the left doesn't like that nearly as much as I do. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.
And, uh, of course, podcasts. Well, they're, they're out there. Lock and load. Straight talk. Gun Owners News Hour. Go get them. They're all on the, Odyssey, on the free Odyssey app. We got to see the uh, absolute rash of anti-Semitism that was coming from the left following the attack by Hamas on October the 7th. The problem is that these are the same people that run cancel culture. And cancel culture has turned on them because a lot of the uh, all of their little indoctrinated children, right, coming out of college. Well, now the the, the corporations are looking at this, and uh, well, the the you know it's it's not they, they find this to be unsavory. So the same people who once lauded this as a necessary consequence are now demanding that they come to their that conservatives come to their aid they're claiming that we're being hypocritical because we're not getting out there and saying oh no you should not do that cancel culture is bad they they think we should now go to bat for those who created the cancel culture they were using against us now it's being used against them well uh they don't like that very much here's two examples uh like from matt zarb cousin on the the application formerly known as Twitter. Lots of people getting canceled, losing their jobs, positions for expressing solidarity with Palestinians, suffering human rights abuses. Lots of people on the right who lament cancel culture apparently cheering this on as if it's well-deserved. The biggest hypocrites going. Or Hannah in Flint Free waking up to friends in the film industry telling me they're deleting their pro-Palestine post because of a new blacklist going around and across the pond. McCarthyism is back. Let me explain something to you if you're on the far left. You have spent the last decade creating a system where political wrong think you punish it, whatever it is. If I don't think what you think, I'm getting punished. If you thought you could do it, you'd go after my advertisers. You'd, you'd try to take me down financially. You'd try to make it where nobody wanted to carry what I was doing. And uh, the moment the alligator starts eating the one feeding it, well, I'm supposed to care then, right? I'm supposed to care that all of a sudden, and if I don't, which by the way, I don't, I guess I'm supposed to be a hypocrite. Here's what's going on, children. You've got corporations that don't want promoters of genocide on their payroll. That's, it's not even really cancel culture. No one who was previously, previously against the deplatforming and firing of those with differing political opinions uh, thought that the standard included protections for the supporting of terrorists who butcher babies. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you say. And there have been legitimate lines. There's always going to be legitimate lines that have been crossed and that become their rules as well. Well, because they're out there trying to paint this guy as some sort of a, you know, he's a firearms instructor and a military guy. So, my God, what kind of an operator must he be? Those 13th hour guys, those guys had nothing to do. You know, 13 hour guys, they had they, they had nothing on this guy. You have gotten, what's, what's happening to you right now, if you're one of these people that got out there and, you know, thought that this was, it was cool or trendy to do because somebody said, free Palestine.
I'll wear the title of hypocrite if I must, because it's far more important that you guys understand that when you make the rules, you got to play by them. The worst case scenario for everyone would be to have a society that cancels people on the right for 10-year-old tweets they've apologized for, but it doesn't cancel people on the left cheering on terrorists in the present day. Like controversial gorilla here. We got a lot of problems in the United States today that we need to deal with. Saving leftists from their own pet monster is not going to be one of them. When that thing jumps up and goes, feed me, Seymour, feed me. Well, you know what it wants. This could be one of those moments where we could sit back and say, maybe some lessons will be learned here, but more likely, if we were actually to take a moment to help them, it would not be reciprocated in any way or at all. So what's the point? Why would I do it? Why should any conservative go to bat when it's a left-winger getting canceled for their point of view, which is what happens to us all the time? And the answer is we should not do that. We should never do that. When your enemy is making a mistake, you should never correct them, Napoleon said. On the text line, Bill, my mom used to say, you made your own bed, now lay in it. Yes. Yes. Actions and words have consequences. I am perfectly happy to live with mine. Perfectly happy to live with mine. Are you willing to live with yours? I, the answer to that is no. Leftists can never do any wrong. They always will get out there and say, "Well, I was doing it for the I was doing it for the good, for the common good." The common good. It's always going to be about the common good. And so that means we're excused. No matter how bad we mess up, we're excused. And then, of course, we have some ignorant politicians doing the same thing. I wonder if they'll get canceled as well. We're going to talk about one that she always makes me think of that wicked witch from the East in uh, The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. You know, one of the problems that the United States has in various locales, take that, take that mic down there, uh, maestro, if you would. Uh, one, of the, one of the problems that the uh, United States has is we are electing ignorant people to office. And that's a problem. That, you know, this is, this is where we get into issues when we start electing these ignorant people. We're doing it willfully because they package themselves really well. Mike. And it, she's referred to in, now, I think, in the media as the embattled governor, uh, New York Governor Kathy Hochul. She she absolutely has a, uh, she thinks she has an overabundance of Mensa-level brain cells. And I almost feel bad every time she opens her face, but remember that, almost. So... On Morning Joe the other day, Hochul was talking about her recent trip to Israel, which was just a trip. There was no diplomatic mission or nothing because she did not operate under the auspice of uh, representing the United States. She just went over there as the governor of New York. And she said one of the reasons she took the trip was to help bolster the resolve to free the Palestinians from the stranglehold of Hamas, which is 
grammatical hilarity at best. Um, because they voted. They voted <laughs> for Hamas to be their, their governing body. Now, she said, New York City has more Jews than Tel Aviv and Jerusalem combined. 2.2 million. So everybody knew somebody. Everybody's experienced real pain. And I needed to go there and just let people know that we stand with Israel. We condemned the terrorist act of Hamas, and I needed to see and bear witness and tell the stories upon my return to strengthen our resolve to eradicate evil in places in Gaza and to free the Palestinians from the stranglehold of Hamas. She looks at that 2.2 million people as votes, of course. Very noble objective, but here's the thing. The big thing here, the ridiculousness scale that we have to put in here is who exactly is the we that was on her mind? And how does Hochul see we carrying out any such plan that she may put together? She doesn't have any idea. She has no clue. She doesn't know. And um, the vast majority of those 2.2 million Jewish people in uh, New York City, they vote Democrat in every election, year after year. No questions asked. And if it weren't for those 2.2 million votes that she's trying to pander for, she wouldn't have gone. She, consider, she, she continued, I'm concerned about innocent Palestinians. Of course we are. But what Hamas did on October 7th will go down in the annals of history as one of the worst terrorist attacks in terms of scale of population. I met the refugees from one community. I went to a place one mile from the border, Joe, and a population of 700. This is a kibbutz. They... These are basically, if they were in the U.S., they'd be, probably be some, some of them would be hippies. These are peace-loving people and peace activists. They lost 70 of their own residents, 10% of the population slaughtered that day, and many were taken hostage. I needed to see that, talk to the leaders about our own hostages, but also just give comfort to people who in turn were trying to give me comfort. It was something I'll never forget. All right. Yeah. Total posturing. She didn't need to see this and she didn't need to talk to the leaders about our own hostages or just give comfort to the people who in turn were trying to give me comfort. She was grandstanding for 2.2 million votes of the mostly Democrat voters in, in New York City. This is problematic and they, you know, they, 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 they have got to, uh, you know, this is one of these things that we got to get out there and, uh, point out because uh i just i just find it all quite amusing whenever one of these poly now see gavin newsom will go out there and make deals gavin newsom understands completely the power of being an executive in a state and he goes out there and he treats the state as if it was his own standalone country his own sovereign entity which is what he should be doing and that's where everything about <clears throat> excuse me, that's where everything about Gavin Newsom stops, as far as I'm concerned, being correct. Because he is a leftist beyond belief, a leftist. Hokel, on the other hand, she's out there and she uh she's going out there and she's talking about we are doing this and we are who who is we? Are you doing something with the IDF? Are you gonna trade yourself for some of the hostages, Kathy? <laughs> So, I, I just saw that and, you know, remember this about ignorant politicians. 
They're going to say stupid things all the time. Hank Johnson. They should all be called Hank Johnson. Because of the stupid things they say. They say absolutely asinine things on a regular basis. So, bear that in mind. We've elected some of them too. We have some ourselves. We have our own ignorant. <laughs> it, it worries me a great deal. If you ask anybody who actually works in intelligence, right? They would tell you one of the one of the most concerning things out there is the people we've elected to office. The complete and total lack of intelligence and insight and the, the, the lack of intellectual curiosity frightens them. Let's turn this around. Let's turn this boat around. We got to head back the other way. We're going to do that. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. <laughs> 